Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to a new uncut episode of Your Dad's Radio. Uh, on this episode, we have Lady Wax. So I'll tell you more about her in a minute, and um, and we'll get into the interview momentarily. But for three or four minutes, I'm just gonna I'm gonna blabber for a minute, uh, kind of catch you guys up um, on my life, what I've got going on. So this right now it's September fifteenth, and um, this is supposed to be a mid-July, early August episode, but um, I've kind of got a little bit behind, obviously. Um, I'm a good month and a half, two months behind um, on this Uncut episode, at least, because I've just had so much going on this summer. It's been it's been fantastic. I love it. But um, so what, what, what? I, right after or right before I did this interview with Lady Wax, I got back from Europe. That was the first big trip of the summer, actually, for me. And it was a really cool one because my parents came on it with me. So it was Carly, a.k.a. my wife, whoop, and my mom and my dad. Um, it's been years since I've been on vacation with them. So it was just, it was really cool to do something like this. I'd never been to Europe with them. Um, so... We flew into Amsterdam and stayed with a a really close friend, Bike. And uh, you might also know him if you're into the hardcore scene as Noise Suppressor. Uh, Definitely a prominent name that you would know. And he was just so, so fantastic um, to kind of host us for almost half of our trip, to be honest. So we landed in Amsterdam. He and his girlfriend, Sarah, showed us all around... um, not only Amsterdam, but a lot of like North Holland and just Netherlands in a whole. We, we saw so much. So it was my second time coming back to the Netherlands, first time to Amsterdam, to be honest. And it was super, it was out of everywhere we went and visited. It was probably my favorite place. I, I just really liked the vibe there. Um, the people were really nice. Of course, people spoke English and I don't speak any other languages. So that was, that was super nice. Um, and so, yeah, we, we spent a few days there, and then um, Bike, a.k.a. Noise Suppressor, I'll just call him Noise Suppressor at this point because that's in the context I'll talk to talk about him. We, uh, he went and had a, played a couple shows or a couple stages at Dominator, which is a festival I've wanted to go to for years now. It is like the go-to massive festival for hardcore music, and it was amazing. It was very, very cool. Um, first set he played, um, I did a bit of filming actually with my GoPro. I was doing a lot of vlogging. And um, so, you know, lots of the backstage and onstage stuff with them, which was really cool and amped up. But, you know, it was a smaller stage. It was probably like 5,000 people. And then, um, and then he went and played main stage. And that was just such a cool experience to be tagging along with him to play that. I mean, the, the, the size of that stage... And the amount of people at it, I, I can't tell you how many were there, maybe 20,000, 30,000. It was, it was pretty close to that of like Tomorrowland's main stage. It's huge. It was huge. So it was really cool to see him perform on that. And that was actually, both of those were my first time really seeing him perform other than, I mean, live, other than Burning Man uh, the year before. But that was kind of a little different situation. So that was just, it was really wicked. To experience that um, and kind of hang out with him, the whole rock star lifestyle thing, because, man, just so many people wanted to take photos and videos. And, yeah, it was cool to have a little taste of that. And um, 
then the day after he played Tomorrowland, which was so cool because we have tried to get tickets a couple of times and it's something that sells out so quickly, such an in-demand, like the mecca of festivals. And um, because he performed, we got artist passes to go with him. So that was, it was just so fun for Carly and I to go experience that. And actually my parents did the day before, they did Dominator. And that was like the only electronic festival my mom's been to, which is like, that's jumping in the deep end of the pool. It was, it was so freaking funny. Um, she, she was wild. She, she had so much fun and really embraced it. And so did my dad for that matter. But it was super cool. But Tomorrowland was like Carly's and my chance to really let loose. And again, I whipped out the camera a whole bunch. I did a bunch of like kind of vlog filming. Um, and, it, you know, sometimes it's hard to balance turning when to turn on the camera and turn off the camera. Um, and the rest of the Euro trip, for the most part, I was really, really selective up to that point when I whipped out a camera. Because, you know, there's a fine line that you're always, always walking, I guess, where you're really trying to um, embrace the experience and enjoy yourself. But at the same time, you know, it's like, wow, this is perfect vlog material. So you want to whip out the camera at the same time. So, you know, I was really selective, but I, I did a lot of recording on those two days, the festival days. And believe it or not, during Bike's set, when Noise Presser was playing, in the middle of his set, I lost my camera. I had brand new fanny pack I was wearing, so the camera kept going in and out of this damn fanny pack. And supposedly it had ripped a hole in the bottom of it. And one of the times I threw it in there, it fell through and I was of course at the very front of the stage against the stage but in the crowd and I walked backstage 30 seconds later to go get some shots up on top of the stage and I reach for the camera and it's gone I'm like no way this is no bueno so I go running back out to the uh, to the the crowd with a, a light on and I walk back and forth back and forth trying to find this damn thing there's a bunch of really nice people to help me look and we looked honestly for about a half hour um, for this new GoPro 6 Black or whatever that I just bought. And with no luck. Um, it was, I mean, the camera hurt and that, that sucked to lose out on a few hundred bucks. But the thing that really sucked was all of the images and all of the, uh, the backstage stuff that we had captured um, with like Martin Garrix and Timmy Trumpet. And, and to lose all that stuff really was kind of a bummer. Um, and still haven't, it's been a month and a half, and I just barely heard back from the festival organizers saying, hey, give us the uh, serial number and we'll verify and, and we might have it here for you. Of course, I never took down the serial number of the new camera. Um, so I, you know, I, I said specifically what was on the cameras, you know, what footage was on the camera, assuming no one took out the SD card. But Fingers crossed that um, I get it back, but you know, it's not looking very likely. We're almost two months down the road, so shit. Anyway, uh, the rest of the trip was super awesome. We then jumped in a car, we drove through Belgium, we hit, you know, Brussels and Bruges and just a bunch of little towns, saw a bunch of castles, um, uh, loads of cathedrals and basilicas. It was just such a cool trip, lots of art. Uh, I, I took art history classes when I was in university, so I actually, you know, recognized a bunch of the pieces and, and really appreciated them. So that was super cool. Um, and we went down through France. We did a bunch of France. Um, got to go to Paris for my first time, which is really cool to do with Carly and my parents. But if you haven't already been um, in the middle of summer, 
it's uh, it's it's like a mistake. It's man, if if you want to do at least the the big sites, um, all the main stuff, there is like the Louvre and um, just a lot of that stuff was just crazy. It was just so 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 many people. So luckily we had a museum pass that we'd purchased. And of course, this whole time we did this as a road trip. We rented a car, so we're doing this all as, you know, a road trip so we can stop and go and see things, you know, at our own pace. So there was no real agenda. And it was just too much, man. I mean, it was such a cool city and we saw so much stuff, but we were so exhausted by the time we finally got into exhibits and stuff that it's, I think it's a city you'll have to all have to go back and visit in, you know, late fall, early spring kind of time frame. But all in all, it was a freaking amazing trip and it gave me lots of inspiration. So actually I came back from that and had so much stuff I had to catch up on. Um, you know, the radio show, getting some releases prepped that were already done and a bunch of other stuff that, you know, by the time it came, I had a little bit of free time, literally like two or three days before I had to prep for Burning Man. I just, I didn't have that fresh energy and excitement that I had when I had just come back from Europe and I totally should have bottled that and embraced that really jumped in and made some fresh music um, before doing the things that you know were on the agenda so that was a mistake for sure um, and a lesson that I learned so you know when when you come back from you know a trip like that where you can really actually turn off your brain and enjoy yourself to use that fresh inspiration that you find in the art or in the people or whatever it is and make use of it like now to make music because um, you know you can make music or I can make music at any time but doing it when you're feeling inspired is a totally different experience and that's the music I always end up falling in love with so I felt like that was a wasted opportunity um, and it was my fault to be honest so now I'm caught up on everything and uh, which feels good so I just got done recording episode number eight with uh, Dr. Shiver actually, and that will be going live right after this episode. So anyway, I've been blabbering for 10 minutes now. Um, let me give a little introduction to uh, to our guest. The guest of this episode is actually Miss Lady Wax. She is a DJ and producer um, out of Russia. She's from St. Petersburg, Russia, and she happens to be the host of the largest radio station in Russia. Um, she does a weekly hour-long DJ set, I believe. Um, and she also uh, runs in Beat We Trust, a uh, record label and, uh, and DJ signing company. So she's just got her fingers on all sorts of stuff. So we'll touch on a little bit of that in our talk today. But it was a real pleasure to have her on the show. She was um, on tour uh, on an American tour and playing a show with the Stanton Warriors, another uh, a group that I'd really been into for a long time. And they were playing some breakbeats in Salt Lake City. And uh, I reached out to her because I'd just gotten back from Europe. I'm just uh, super excited to see she was in town. And she responded like an hour later and we're like, okay, we'll let's meet up. So she was um, at a hotel downtown and not far from my house, a mile or two from my house. So uh, I went and met her at the hotel, and we sat and blabbed for, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. So this is that recording, and I hope you uh, hope you enjoy it. Thanks for uh, listening to me blibber-blabber, and let's jump right into it. This is Lady Wax. 
All right, guys, I am joined here in a, uh, in a conference room, really. This is a conference room, so you might hear some noise in the background, but I am at a hotel in downtown Salt Lake City. Super excited, because I'm here with Alexandra Wax, AKA Lady Wax. Hey, how's it going? Thanks so much for hanging out. How was, uh, how was your flight in town? Uh, really good. I, I tried to sleep um, mostly all of the time, but I couldn't even make it work, so I have to lose jet lag, but I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be back to US. I'm excited about the next shows I'm going to play here, so yeah, all good. <laughs> super pumped for tonight, so that's good to hear. Awesome. So, you know what? I, I've known your music, but I didn't realize how much you're truly into, so I'm like playing around on your bio today, and I learned all sorts of stuff I didn't know about you. So in addition to being, of course, a master DJ, you're a radio host of like the most successful radio station in Russia. Uh, you're a designer and a graffiti artist. Am, am I leaving anything out? Am I missing anything? I say, I, 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 my, my roots are from hip hop and uh, I've been graffiti artist for a long time, but I'm not practicing that anymore. I started to study and um, took my skills from graffiti into the design and I have a company, it's called In Beats We Trust and we run events in, in Russia and mostly everything for, for, for that events I'm doing by myself, like, yeah. It's wicked. And if, if you guys, in, in Beats We Trust, yeah. you should check out her work, because she's got some really, really <laughs> cool designs, so I'm super stoked about that. Um, so, you, you started out with graffiti, I learned. Um, so, do you ever, when you travel around to these cities, do you ever have time to really go and explore and find some of the, like, hidden, hidden graffiti gems around town? I notice here, even in Salt Lake, I, I see stuff popping up all over. Yes, because usually when I'm coming to US, I'm really quick, like one show, next one, like a couple of shows in a row, and then I'm going back into Russia. But um, every time when I have some time to check it out, I do that. And, but mostly it's in Australia. I think it's, Australia is the only place in the world where I'm staying always for longer. And I... I I have some rest between the shows, and yeah, but um, I see something on the streets, and it's difficult because like the promoter doesn't take me out, you know. <laughs> you put that in your rider. Take me to go see graffiti. Yeah, yeah. and because of the jet lag, I always want to sleep, and yeah, yeah that's more about this. But I still follow uh, graffiti, and I love it. And, yeah. we, we even have a Banksy here in town, which is a big deal for the local graffiti guys. So. Yeah, yeah, but it's like more commercial graffiti kind of, but yeah, it's yeah. good. Absolutely. So, so where do you find time? I mean, you're, you're super entrepreneur. You have so much stuff going on. How do you find time to, to juggle your time literally between DJing and your business and design? Say, like this question, lots of people asking me this question and um, the funny thing, uh, is that you just don't know how much stuff I'm missing, like how much ideas I have, and I have no time to realize that. And uh, it just looks from the side that yeah, she's always busy, she's always doing something, but um, it's not not even the half of the things I would like to do. And this is one of the reasons why sometimes I just stopping to touring, for example, for a while because I like to stay at home and I like to paint. And then there's a time where I don't like to produce music because I like to 
have silence around me. <laughs> it sounds weird when musicians telling that, but it is like this for me. I always need to change, um, yeah, to change the atmosphere around myself. And uh, while I'm doing something else, I'm getting power and impressions um, to go back and to do the thing I just uh, decided not to do for a while, you know? <laughs> I think that's so important, the contrast as a musician even, I'm the same way. If, if I do listen to music, it's like jazz or something like totally contrast to the dance music because you need the contrast so you can really get back into and really appreciate, you know, what the, the job at hand. So cool, good for you. So you're very artistic, very musical. Uh, has music and art been the, the be all end all with you or when you were a young girl, did you have something else? Did you want to grow up and be an astronaut or was there something specific you wanted to be when you grew up? When I was a young girl, I just wanted to do break dancing and making graffitis, <laughs> whole trains, like and stuff like that. I've been like a really bad girl. <laughs> well, your roots are in, in hip hop, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I've been like this was my life. <laughs> so um, I haven't realized that after some time, I um, had so many records and more break dancing records, like lots of hip hop. And I never wanted to be a DJ. I never was thinking I'm going to do some music. I always wanted to be a painter and designer. That's um, what I did as well. But um, yeah, like the plan was to be a big designer or architect, something like this. And um, then I started to work as designer for the biggest event company in Russia. And after a while, um, because I grew up in Germany and my German is perfect. So after a while, they asked me to work with some artists and I took the booking with German acts and I started to get into the music more and more. I learned West Bam. He did lots of things for my career. Um, and actually without him, I wouldn't get to the point where I am. And um, yeah, then I started to do my oven parties. I never been on the other side of the dance floor, of the, of the desk, you know. I've never been so much on the dance floor. I've been always working on stage and behind the stage. And the thing was that I was running mostly techno events, uh, but I wanted breakbeat. And um, yeah, it took me a long time. I've been running my own events. Um, this year we're celebrating 18 years in B2Trust, yeah. Um, but the first big step was in 2004, I think, when I booked Raga Twins, Crafty Cuts, Martin Herger to play at the biggest German festival, uh, May Day. <laughs> and I um, put them on the main floor. And everyone liked that, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, and no one, no one realized that it's breakbeat. Um, so, yeah, this was the way, the unusual way to get to the point where I am. Cool. It's a true artist at heart, it sounds like. Okay, so changing subjects, uh, I feel women DJs have been less represented in the electronic music scene than men have. Uh, I think things are starting to change in the last couple of years, um, and a lot of the reasons because of female figures like you uh, that really help inspire you know, younger girls or the up-and-coming girls to you know, really step behind the DJ decks and take that lead role. Uh, what particular challenges, though, throughout the years have you faced in establishing yourself as a prominent female DJ? Firstly, I need to agree that you say um, it's getting more and more. I can see that. It's more girls in the scene. But from the start off, I was saying that for myself, it doesn't matter or if I'm a girl or a man because 
my skills is music. So it doesn't matter who plays the music. The only difference for me was that I never wanted to play hard because I think like if you play not so hard, the girls are dancing and if the girls are dancing, the boys are dancing. Yes. <laughs> and um, so I've been playing on, on, on big festivals more lighter than everyone else. And, um, but beside of this, I never was feeling this difference and never wanted to play on some girls' parties, you know, because mm -hmm. it happens sometimes that I getting requests to play on a woman's day, on a woman's <laughs> party or something like that. Um, I'm not a fan of that because I'm making music. It doesn't matter who I am. It doesn't matter who I look like. It's important what music I do play. And if someone likes my music, uh, I'm happy. They don't need to like um, my look. For example. <laughs> well, I can appreciate that, and you girls hear that. Just do it for the love of music, uh, and and I think that's great. Break down the walls of the barriers. So um, let's talk a little bit about music. Uh, I'm I'm a fan the whole way back of your remix "Lowrider." You remember that the whole way back in 2010. So, uh, but one one common thing I've noticed with all your tracks, not I wouldn't call it's not necessarily more mainstream version of breakbeats, but it's. It's a little bit more palatable. It's got this upbeat, happy vibe to them that I just am able to connect to. And the Your Dead brand is really just, you know, happy-go-lucky kind of vibe. But what do you think is that magic recipe when you do decide to sit in the studio and produce a new song? What, what's that magic recipe that makes uh, a Lady Wax track a Lady Wax track? I love melodies. <laughs> the music for me is uh, something what you need to dance into. And I'm not really into the new um, breakbeat and um, it's too much distortions and that it's too much um, it's so aggressive for myself and in the old breakbeat like if you're going even um, more in the past as you um, saying like the tracks been going for five six minutes and it's been so many melodies and it was a full history inside sometimes for example the track um, I bring the records back with Africa Islam there's a real story in the rhymes as well. Now it just goes like boom, <laughs> and it's like for myself, okay, it's um, music to go crazy, mm -hmm. yeah, but uh, because of the sounds, <laughs> not the, the melodies. <laughs> so it's not, um, yeah, it's not my thing. And um, if you're talking about the lowrider, um, it's a little bit different than other tracks. I produced because super funky. I, I, I was uh, trying to make um, like a kind of a groovy bass. Um, I would say like decline at that solo. <laughs> not not really my style. So, um, but it was a remix for decline as well, and um, I think we did this really well because it's been sounding totally different um, as original. And yeah, I was happy with that, but. Still, I can say I don't have the skills to make the same bass line like at solo. <laughs> yeah, it was a super funky bass line in that track, absolutely. So where, where do you say you look for inspiration when, when it's time to sit down and, and crunch and make some melodies? And what, what do you look for? I mean, what inspires you? It's difficult to say because I would say I'm not listening into the music so much than other people. Even in my car, it's mostly like... Um, like business radio in Russia, it's like talking about news and stuff like that. Or, um, yeah, it's, it's 
for myself, it just happens that I know it needs to sound like this. And um, I don't have some special people, musicians, or music journal where I'm getting these impressions from. I just um, feel sometimes that this is uh, the melody, that this is the sound, and um, here's a track I'd like to make uh, even a bootleg, or here's a, like like some sounds I like. It's um, yeah, it's difficult to explain because <laughs> I don't know where I get this from. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so let's go totally off subject. How about that? Uh, as I understand, you're an avid snowboarder, uh, and you have been for many years. I actually personally am a super avid snowboarder, uh, and I actually took a year off right out of high school. Before I decided to go do anything with music, I'm just going to go snowboarding. And I snowboarded crazy. I think I missed one day in the entire snow season. It just So I know there's like a million reasons to love snowboarding. I'm just curious, well, what drives you to the mountain? It's, um, I love all kinds of um, boards. I love wakeboarding, uh, surfing, I, but my, I can best from all this, I can snowboarding, yes, this is uh, the best thing for me. I started to do that in the Alps um, as a kid, where I was maybe 13, something like that. So um, it's not the snow, because like the reason it's not the snow, <laughs> for sure. I love um, sport, I love extreme sport. And I've been doing half pipes and all this stuff. I broke my legs and arms so many times. And yeah, it's just uh, the feelings I have when I'm driving fast down the mountain. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Lady Wax is wicked. <laughs> okay, um, oh, let's. Well, the snow here is really good. So if you ever decide to go snowboarding in Utah, then hit me up. We'll, we'll go shred together. Now, uh, if I gave you a time jump watch like what I have, you could travel to any year in the future, you could travel to any year in the past, and anywhere, where would you travel and why? Um, in the future, it's no reason to travel because I'm going to get there anyway, you know? Um, nice. I don't think that I will, I want to see and check it out because I'm quite happy to go my way and I'm enjoying every minute, every day, so I don't need to check it out. In the past, what should I do there? From one reason, of course, I did so many mistakes, like everyone, we are doing mistakes, and I'm learning something from that, so um, I'm not sure that I'd like to go back to correct something, you know, to make it better. Um, because I'm excited about the future, and if I change the past, then my future is going to be changed as well. So it's a difficult question. Um, what about 2,000 years ago, 3,000? It doesn't affect you at all. You oh, can just go see anywhere, anywhere. I'm scared in the old days, like of everything, like even Tino or whatever. Like I'm not, I don't want to go there. And the people been uh, so different. Um, Mm. You don't want to play sure, break sure. beats for anyone like a thousand years ago? A thousand years ago it was dangerous to go out. Maybe someone could like punch me and take me on the hairs and take me away <laughs> <laughs> into the mountains or whatever. Like I'm scared of that. But um, I prefer uh, to see the past uh, as the future. Yes. I like it. I like it. 
Okay, so let's give, the, let's give the family a little insight. What can they expect from Lady Wax in the near future? Anything new and exciting coming up? Um, I won't stop playing music. and I have some uh, plans in the future to go more into production. Uh, I'm working right now really hard on my company and want to make it stronger. And we run lots of events around Russia, um, lots of festivals. We are working with uh, big companies which um, help us to grow. <laughs> and yes, this is um, what I'm doing right now for the future. And uh, of course, I won't live breakbeat because yeah, breakbeat is in my heart. I love it. Um, even if I love uh, drum and bass and jungle, it's uh, breakbeat. It's still my biggest love. <laughs> yeah, um, I promise that I will work. <laughs> And um, I will try to do everything I'm doing even better. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm super excited to catch you playing with Stanton Warriors tonight. Um, so I want to wish you good luck with that. And also just want to thank you for hanging out, being on the show. So welcome to the family. Thank you so much for asking me to make this interview. <laughs> okay, cheers. Thank you. Well, there you have it, you guys. The interview with Lady Wax, the uncut interview. Uh, I, I really enjoyed her time, so I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And to be honest, that uh, that about does it for this episode. I'm going to uh, I'm going to get back at it. I got some other work to do, but make sure to check out this very channel if you're not already subscribed to the Your Dad's Radio. Um, well, something's probably wrong with you. So go ahead, smash that subscribe button because I have some more content coming out tomorrow. That's the Dr. Shiver episode where I not only interview him, but he gives us an hour-long guest mix that's just to die for. Anyway, we'll see you guys then. Have a good night, and go be productive, okay? You go do that. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you all in the future.